Welcome to Money Talk with Tiff, a podcast where we discuss everything money from tips and tricks to current events. Follow me on my journey to become debt-free and meet other cool people along the way. I am your host, Tiffany Grant. Now let's talk money. Hey, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Money Talk with Tiff podcast. Today, I have Charles Weems III online, and I am so excited to have Charles. He is a phenomenal entrepreneur. Um, He owns a company called Weems Design Studio, which is a software engineering firm where he employs 50 plus people, (laughs) which is awesome, which is awesome. He has been featured in Black Enterprises Magazine, the Minority Business Development Agency, and TV One Online. He is an amazing person in the community, and I'm so glad to have him on. Hey, Charles, how you doing? Hey, Tiffany, good morning. (laughs) (laughs) It is a bright and early morning here. (laughs) But I wanted to just talk to you a little bit about your story and because people don't understand, it's hard to run a company and especially start hiring people. Um, we just recently started hiring people for one of our companies, not Money Talk with Tiff, but another one. And it is stressful. <laughs> yeah. And, and the, the key is to find the right people for the job. So um, really figuring out what your what your message is about your company, understanding the values that are important to you, being able to communicate that to people and, you know, finding a strategic way to identify um, people that have uh, common core values with with what you have uh, in your business is is the, the key. Awesome. Awesome. And I mean, to reach the level that you have reached, um, you know, in reading your bio, you have um, received the class two award with the GMSDC, which what is GMSDC for people? So GMSDC is the Georgia Minority Supply Diversity Council. They have the Georgia representation, they have a regional representation, and it's a national organization. Mm. So it's um, it consists of um, many companies like mine, some of the bigger uh, businesses like Coca-Cola, Home Depot. It's really a, a strategic place for minority-owned businesses and entrepreneurs to get together to have a open space to, to talk to the larger firms on how to do business uh, with them and for us to also um, collaborate with each other as well. And so um, it's been a really good uh, opportunity for me to be a part of that organization and, and, and grow as an entrepreneur as well. So that is awesome. And they recognized you for grossing between one million and two million annually. That's big um, for a small business. So congratulations on that. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, well, hopefully we can get in the next tier uh, within the next year. Or so <laughs> the next tier up. <laughs> Absolutely. Nice. Now, I wanted to talk because before we got on, you know, we had a little chat um, about money and things like that. And, you know, you shared with me like way back when you first started, you know, you was buying out the club. Um <laughs> $400 bow ties, <laughs> just, you know, spending money crazy. And um, you said you had spoke to someone, you know, like a mentor and they kind of helped you reel it in. If you can just walk us through that a little bit. Yeah. So um, like most young people, uh, <laughs> 
you know, after you get out of school and you, you think of having that dream job and, you know, you want a Lamborghini and, you know, you want an eight bedroom house and all of this stuff. So um, I didn't go that far. But, <laughs> uh, uh, after I, I did get a, you know, my professional job and started to do well um, there, you know, the salary started to increase. So, you know, uh, more money, more problems. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, I, I got a house, you know, I moved out from my, uh, my parents' house. I got a house and got a nice car and I like to wear suits and, and, and bow ties. So I spent plenty of money on stuff like that. Uh, going out, you know, with friends, I would buy out, you know, drinks and uh, we would go out to eat. I would pay for everybody and, you know, that kind of thing. And, you know, at the end of the year, you know, Christmas time, where you 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 want to give and do different things. I didn't have nothing, right? All my stuff was on on the the rack in the closet, or you know downstairs, or, or whatever the case may be. And so um, I just got frustrated um, because I was like, it's, it doesn't make any sense for me to be making this amount of money, and I don't have anything, you know, to show for it. And so uh, one of my mentors at the time, you know, sat me down and. You know, he was like, I know what you're doing with your money. You you spending it all. You eating it up. Uh, and and that's fine. You know, get it out your system, you know, so that, you know, when 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 the time comes for you to get serious, you, you're ready. Um, and, and he's like, it's a good thing that I was young kind of getting it out of my system because some people are adults uh, or older, I should say, and they still doing the same thing and, and living paycheck to paycheck. And so uh, he sat me down and he introduced me to a financial planner that uh, sat me down and he and I kind of went at it a little bit and I was fighting him on putting together a budget. Right. And so he's like, dude, trust me, I've been doing this for years. Just do the budget <laughs> and we can start from there. And so when I did a budget, it was like looking in a mirror and I was just like, Oh my God, I am like the stupidest person in the world to be throwing this kind of money away on stupid stuff. Right on, on uh, liability, <laughs> not assets, right? And so um, that is really what shocked me to really get myself together is once I sat down and did a budget and um, I looked at it and it was just like, this is ridiculous. I should not be doing this. And so it's like the, the teacher was like, okay, now you're ready to hear what I got to tell you. And that's why, like, for instance, like when I'm with my clients, that's one of the first things we do is we start tracking our spending and doing a budget. Because like you said, I like what you said. It's like a mirror. Like you realize where you're spending your money. You realize what bad habits you have. Um, you realize what good habits you have. And then it allows you to kind of reset, you know, everything. And so budgeting y'all i'm telling you it don't matter how much you make <laughs> but how much you can keep <laughs> exactly budgeting is important it is so important um and i like to tell people um usually you don't have an earning problem you have a spending problem <laughs> that's right and, and so like you know fast forward to to now um i'm 39 i always forget that i'm 39 and so my wife um she uh, works in the FDIC. So she already had a, a financial background before we got married. And so like we read a book by Susie Orman to uh, figure out a strategy on how we combine our finances. And so when I talk to young people about 
you know, making money and different things like that. I'm like, the, the salary is not the number that that matters. The The question y'all should be asking me is how much of that salary do I spend on uh, or to live? And so, like, for us, we our percentage on our income is like 39 percent on just paying bills. I mean, the house, you know, cars, bills, whatever the case may be. So the rest is free to um, invest and do other things that we want to do. And so um, I try to change the mindset on don't just look at somebody that makes a million dollars because I know people that make way more than I do and live paycheck to paycheck. Mm-hmm. So um, it's really managing your your spending and delayed gratification. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? so there's nothing wrong with wanting a Bentley and all of that stuff, but manage your expectation on when it's realistic and it's financially responsible for you to have it. So... Mm, you are dropping so many gems right now <laughs> because I be trying to tell people like I when I was working at a firm, there was people make, like that had millions, but they were still broke. Yep. But then there were people at the same firm making like 40, you know, modest salaries, maybe 40,000, 50,000 and would, had more money than they did, <laughs> you know? So it's it's all about how you spend it and adjusting your lifestyle. Like, you know, what I've learned is as my salary grew, like when I was in corporate, as my salary grew, I still kept my lifestyle the same. So like how I live now is the same way I lived when I was making like $10 an hour. right? (laughs) And that's okay. I think we get too caught up in the hype of, wanting to impress other people mm-hmm. and that's just human nature i mean you you want to you know you want people to to see when you're doing well and all of those things um but again it you shouldn't do it to in the sense of you putting yourself in a bind right to impress somebody else and so that's a that's a hard path to walk i guess if you if you live for other people right and so um yeah, that that's that's the hardest part is to to manage. Well, I don't care what other people think, you know, um, that I don't have Jordans or that my whole outfit is not Nike'd out or, you know, those kind of things. Um, like you, if you see me during the week, sometimes like especially now, I just got on a sweatshirt and some jeans <laughs> and some shoes I bought at Walmart that were like dollars, right? So. Um, you know, it's it's being it's really being comfortable with who you are and knowing who you are, and um, an expectation of having something for later. So, um, like you, I, I have a child now, so that's really in the back of my mind of making sure that we manage what we have so that she has she's prepared for life. Right, exactly. I will. I, kids will humble you. <laughs> kids will humble you, and I feel like that was part of why I got started on the right track so early. Like I had my son when I was eighteen, so I was like a teen mom. And it was from that moment on, I was like, okay, Tiffany, you need to get your stuff together. <laughs> like, <laughs> and so I'm, I'm late to the game. So my, my daughter is, she's 18 months now. Oh. And so, um, but it, when she came, I'm like, before she came, when, when I found out my wife was pregnant, I'm like, okay, we got to make sure she's prepared for college and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And all this stuff. My wife, like, uh, can she turn one? that time so and but to your point it does it does humble you and put put things in 
um, perspective. So a lot of things that I had prepared that I wanted and, you know, I wanted to do, you know, it's on pause. Some of the things I can still do, but but some of the things are not as important because um, I, I definitely want to make sure uh, we maximize uh, what we have so that she's prepared when she turns, you know, 18, 19, 20. Right. And really, the earlier you start, the better. So it's the less you have to scramble around towards the end. <laughs> and so, like, even from a financial standpoint, like, if you could roll back the hands of time, like, I wish I was doing some of this stuff in my 20s, because compounded interest is your, is your best friend uh, when it comes to uh, doing things with your money. And so, yeah, I could be a little more aggressive now because we're doing well from a business standpoint. And, um, you know, we don't we don't spend a whole lot to live. But, man, if I was doing some of these uh, little things, you know, putting one hundred dollars away um, into a high interest uh, account or money market account or something like that in your 20s to your like 50, like you have kind <laughs> of change, you know, and I think that that's the other thing that's not as pretty because it takes a longer time and we usually want, um, you know, microwave success where, you know, we get a million dollars tomorrow. But the truth of the matter is time is, and is really your friend. If you start early, you know, it, it works in your favor. Exactly. So. Exactly. And that's, I just made a post about that on my uh, personal Facebook page. I was like, so many people want quick, fix, quick fixes and fast money. <laughs> Yep. It sounds good, but yeah, it, it don't happen like that. It absolutely doesn't. But I wanted to go back because you said that um, one of the things that opened your eyes was um, having a mentor tell you. And I just wanted to stress the importance of seeking counsel, seeking people that will help you on your journey. Um, I feel like it's very um, underestimated. People try to do things, everything on their own. I had a career coach when I was in corporate. I have a business coach now. Um, <laughs> you know, it, it's just very important to get a perspective or multiple perspectives from people that are also successful or that also can um, give knowledge to you. Yeah. So I think that's my message in life. Um, so Proverbs in the Bible is my favorite book. Uh, of the Bible because it, it speaks about wisdom and um, it talks about counsel and how wisdom is screaming out in the street, but nobody listens. Right. And so um, I run to counsel before I have to make um, major decisions, whether it's, you know, with my wife or whether it's in business or um, health. Right. Um, I run, to, I run and seek out uh, advice and, people that I can respect and people that I feel like can be transparent. Everybody is, can't be a mentor. Yes. <laughs> Cause you know, I'm saying this, but I've, I've had a, a really bad experience uh, with a mentor, but I think it, I think it's an African proverb that says when the student is ready, the teacher will appear. Mm. And by you, you putting it out there that you're, you're seeking out information, the right person is, that's open to share and be transparent will, you know, come along and, and share that information. But it's very important because a lot of times we get in our own mind and think we know everything. I mean, think about you, you growing up as a teenager, right? Your parents try to tell you stuff. You're like, man, what you talking about? You old, you don't know what's going on right now. But as you become an adult, you're like, yeah, they tried to tell me that, you know, 
this was their experience and it's much the same. And so it's very important that you identify, you have a need, right? You have a problem, you need help, which is very hard to say, um, I need help. And, and then, you know, really trying to seek out uh, people that you can talk to and bounce ideas off of and, and just be transparent. So that, that I, I would tell that to anybody. I mean, I've done other panels and, and podcasts and that's like my go-to is like, you know, mentorship is, is very important and seek out counsel as, as much as you can. And there's nothing wrong with saying, you know, I need help. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I mean, just to let people know, like, for instance, with me, when I was in corporate, like I went from making like $10 an hour or so to, uh, you know, about 60,000 a year. And the only reason (laughs) is because I had a career coach and she was a veteran in the game as far as, you know, corporate America is concerned. So she, she told me how to navigate. She told me, um, how to interview, um, what to do, what to say. And I did that in what, three years, three or four years. Um, and I would have never, gotten it that quick had I did it on my own (laughs) that's like much things in life right you know I I talk to people that want to start businesses and they you know well I read this online and you know blah 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 and I try to give them advice and they spit it back at me and I'm like okay well I'll I'll be quiet come talk to me when you're ready (laughs) you know and after they hit their head against the wall enough then they say okay uh Charles what am I doing wrong I'm like all right now listen I'm going to tell you this. You need to listen to me when I'm talking to you. Okay. And I'm trying to navigate you through the process so you don't get frustrated because it's already going to be hard enough, right? Um, being an entrepreneur. And, and some a lot of times I've learned that people just aren't ready to receive um, information when, and that's okay too. That's a part of of learning, right? Because I was I was the same way in the in the uh, money example or finance example that I gave earlier. So um, I try to encourage people to get to that part sooner. Get outside of yourself. You don't know everything. <laughs> Understand that could be a better way, and you'll you'll go further. Absolutely, so. absolutely. So I mean, this was an awesome, awesome, awesome episode, and you know. People can glean a lot of information and a lot of knowledge from others that, you know, have built. So like, for instance, with you, you've built your company from the ground up and now you're getting all these accolades and, you know, hiring staff and things like that. But you had to start somewhere. And that's another message that I want to leave with our audience is that don't feel like you have to be on someone else's timeline, right? So, you know, we're like, oh, we got to hurry up and do this or, oh, I got to hurry up and hire my first person or, you know, (laughs) that type of thing. It's not a race. Life is not a race. Um, Life is your own journey. And so like, for instance, with Charles, when did you start your company? Um, This was back in 2006. 2006. So it took you years to get to this point, you know, and I think it's important to put that in perspective for people um, that these things do not happen overnight. But if you're consistent, if you're diligent, if you have goals and you, you know, you do everything you can to reach them, that's how you get to this point. You know, <laughs> I, I agree. I, I have two examples that keep me focused on the, the time issue that you're talking about. 
Um, I'll do it real quick. My when I was in at Grambling, um, there was a student that graduated. Uh, I think she graduated the same semester I did. She was seventy-seven, and she stayed on campus, <laughs> right? So she lived the dorm, the dorm life of a college student in her seventies, right? So for me, it's like it's never too late one to get your education. And then another example is is one of my mentors. His mom was from uh, Vietnam, I believe. And so when she came to America, she didn't speak a lick of English. So she was in college from when he was born to when he graduated Georgia Tech. They graduated school at the same time. <laughs> she took that. It took her, you know, that long to go through college curriculum, one, to learn English and then to go through college curriculum as well. And now fast forward, I mean, she got like three degrees uh, now. But, you know, to your point, there, there's no time, that, that, there's no cookie cutter to say you have to do all of this stuff in a year or whatever the case may be. You go at the pace that you can go. And you, like you said, you set your goals, be realistic about the goals that you set and just reach for those. And it, it'll happen over time. It, it, it will happen over time. Don't expect it to happen in six months or a year. You know, it may take five years. You know, it took me, what, 15, <laughs> going on 15 years, right? So, yeah, it's just just be diligent about goal setting and reaching those goals and you'll get there. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much, Charles, for your time. This was awesome. And it's always a pleasure speaking with um, someone that has so much knowledge and so much experience, um, especially in being an entrepreneur. Um, if people were interested in your company, um, in you, where could they find you? Sure. So our company website is uh, www weems w-e-e-m-s design studio.com um i i do have a, a facebook uh profile but i spend more time from a business standpoint on linkedin so you should be able to find me under charles weems the third <laughs> <laughs> don't forget the third yeah i would love to connect uh, uh with anybody so you know look me up add me i'll be i'm always open to talk to people so I'm sure this episode will help a lot of people um, sitting on that idea or wondering if they should get a mentor or, you know, we, we touched on so many different things, but it's always a pleasure. And I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. All right. You too. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to the Money Talk with Tiff podcast. For free resources and materials, head over to moneytalkwitht.com. And while you're there, why not sign up for our newsletter so you'll never miss an episode. Talk to you soon.